This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Wallace dips inside and hits. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich. You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast, another interview for you as well. I'm James Mappin and I've got Liam Russell and Giles Cook with me this evening. We'll be chipping in throughout the course of the show, no doubt. Uh, now our guest view is Democratic Republic of Congo International, played for Burton Albion, Birmingham City, East Bengal and ourselves. Like Giles is still playing in his mid-30s at Hemel Hempstead Town. Uh, it's Jax Magoma, everyone. Jax, how are you, mate? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good, mate. Good, uh, good. That was quite an introduction, man. Ah, yeah, it sounds uh, it sounds all right, doesn't it? Uh, good stuff. I mean, like we always. Not bad, man. Sounds like you've been doing it for a while. Well, we've done just over hundred episodes, so I'd like to think I know what I'm doing. Uh, a, a, yeah. no, at least a little bit at the time, anyway. Now we, we always no, start. We always start at the beginning. Um, so you, you were born in uh, Zaire in uh, Africa, obviously now known as Democratic Republic of Congo. I mean. Uh, First of all, at what age did you come over to the UK? Because obviously we'll get into it in a second. You, 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 you I was, was, I was so young. I, I, came, I came here when I was like eight, nine years old. Okay. That's, 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 when, that's when we first we first moved up. Um, first place I stayed at, I stayed in Tottenham. Right, okay. Yeah, that's, that's where I lived first in, in, in Tottenham. That's where my love for... For being, I'm still a Spurs fan, so that's where my love for being a top disgusting. <laughs> Man, don't don't let me start on your team. Bro. Yeah, let me start on your team. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was about to ask that question. You know, you, you signed. Um, you know, you played for Tottenham, and you came through there, you Franks and whatnot. And my question was going to be: Was that because it was one of the closest to where you was living at the time? You said you were, you were living in Tottenham, so the answer is probably a yes to that one. Yeah, it was. It was because I, I I literally lived like probably like a couple of streets from like the 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 old White Hart Lane. Okay. That's where I lived, and obviously me seeing like football fans getting football and that, and it, it just like obviously was the closest club for me to to get involved with. Really, that's that's that's. I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm a Spurs fan, and then obviously. Um, Giles would probably tell me, yeah, they're crap, but I, 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 I love them, bro. I love uh, them. Jumping in, but who, who was it who was playing then when you started watching Spurs? Oh, man, we're, we're talking, we're, we're going old school with like. Jurgen Klinsmann. Klinsmann. Yeah, I'm going to say Klinsmann, surely. That's what we like. That's if we, if, we, if we go back that far, but in terms of like me joining, I joined the club when I was like 14, so like. The players like I remember, remember, it's probably like, say, like, I'm looking at David Ginola, Ledley King, like, those, those um, yeah, and, and the turn, Michael Brown. Mm. Um, there were so many, man. There were so many that was there. 
Um, um, was it Teddy Sheringham was there? What a player! Like that's what I mean. Like, like those are like were the players that were there when I was like obviously in the in the in the academy. Yeah, I mean, looking at like you know, obviously uh, when you're in the you know under under nineteens, under twenty threes, etc. I mean, I think it's, well from my research, anyway, one player that I've that I've picked out um, who was now Ipswich manager, Kieran McKenna. He was uh, he was yeah. one of your one of the you know players that uh, that you play with. Was there any any others that uh, that you can pick out that have gone on to have half uh, decent um, careers? In my in my age group. Um... The Kieran was just the uh, he was like he was like a year above. He was eighty six. I'm 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 eighty seven. Um, uh, that age group done really well. Obviously, you got Kieran, you got Jamie O'Hara, um, yeah. Charlie Daniels. Um, who was kind of talked about? Obviously, Aaron Lennon. Um, yeah, you knew it all right, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was there was quite a few from that age group that went on to to do well. To be fair, like from my age group, but. Um, most went on like played played on for a little while and then off like after that fell off. Um, Simon Dawkins, who had a who had a decent career, like he was at Derby um, in the champ. Then he went he went out to the states. Um, apart from that, I can't really tell you a lot of players. It might that like, football was so hard. It, I, I personally, I just think it was so much harder to 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 break through at any level. Yeah, I mean, did you train with the first team at all when you're in the youth setup, or was it when I was at Spurs? Yeah, when you were at Spurs, yeah, yeah. Because um, I mean, they, they had some good players. You know, I picked some out. You know, Jermaine Jenis, you know, Lennon. You've mentioned Modric, Ben, uh, Keane, Defoe, Gareth Bale, Berbatov. I mean, I could I could go on and on and on. Gardner, he's one that uh, went on to play for Sheffield Wednesday as well. Yeah. Anthony Gardner, um, the, 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 there's so much. Gareth, Gareth Bell, um, Darren Bent was there. Um, what were, what were they like then as players? To, players. I mean, surely as a, as a kid, you must have been like in awe of of, of that sort of talent. Do you know what it is? Like when you're in that environment, you you don't really. Obviously, there's some players that you meet that you probably that you probably idolize at growing up as a as a kid, but. When you're in that environment and you're sometimes you're part you're part of the sessions or you're training with them, you kind of get used to that. Like you don't look at them and be like, "Oh my god!" Like if, unless obviously they do like some kind of skill. But like in terms of personally for me, I know when I was amongst those people, they were like friends basically. Yeah. Like you see them every day um, within the training ground. So I never like I was never like like oh. Like. Who were you closest out of all that group that you just said? I'll probably say. Obviously, I'll say Bale, like Darren Bent. Um, who else? Like in the in the, within the first team when they when they were in the first team, and I was going, I was getting into the first team. I'll probably say them, and I'll say um, Lady King took me under his wing. Um, who else was there? I'll probably say them three, you know. Like Jermaine Defoe was like, he was just like the joke of like the team. Like, do you know what I mean? All this like doing pranks on the youth team, like fire extinguisher, the clothes, like, you know, like putting like bananas in the socks, like just like stupid stuff like that. Look, like cutting your jeans, like you come in your jeans and he cuts them like you're going home in shorts. Like, obviously, <laughs> but, the, but the good thing about, about, about him doing those stuff, he'll always like he'll replace it after like a yeah. week or so. He'll be like, "All oh, right, do you know what? Here's like whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? He's 
he, he knew obviously like it, it costs money like and for us as youth team, you know, we're not getting going spending money on new pairs of jeans every week. So like sometimes he will he'll sort you out or if you're like doing his boots, like he'll sort you out. Like Jermaine was good like that with like um with us lot like in terms of like banter and like he's these are t- Oh, he's, still, he's still there, Jack? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you can hear, yeah. I mean, Harry Redknapp, um, obviously he was the, the manager. He came in and kind of, you, you kind of left pretty much either that same season or the season, season after. I mean, did you have much much to do with Harry? Or, I know, because obviously at the time you were still in the in the youth setup, weren't you? Yeah, Harry was there. Like, when, when Harry came, he obviously came with obviously trying to get Spurs at the time into like the top four and all like you're like, do you know what I mean? And challenging for the title. That that was one of the main things that he came in for. And uh, with the previous manager with when uh, Martin Yor was there and Chris Uton, um obviously they were, I think they were focusing on bringing like youngsters through, especially Chris Uton. That was one, one of Chris Uton's main thing was to bring, to bring the youngsters through. So, but when Harry came, all expectations like went through the roof. So we we would like we wanted to top finish like in top three, top like whatever chat will be challenging. And then that came obviously with buying players, um, um, selling other players, and obviously him bringing like his own type of players, which he does um, everywhere he goes. And our conversation was really good when I had a conversation with him, and he just said, "Listen, you need to go like play play games." Um, he tried. He tried. He, he, he did send me out to to Bournemouth on loan because um, obviously he's got ties there. But at the time, Bournemouth didn't have a chairman, um, and they were they were literally on the brink of being extinct. And then I didn't end up signing there. Um, that's when obviously I went to Burton instead. Um, yeah, and then that season, Bournemouth got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean when when you look back. Um... Obviously, you know Tottenham, your, your childhood club, and what have you. Is it? Yeah. Is it one of those that you're a bit? What's the word? Like disappointed that you've never got a chance to to break into the first team there. Yeah, got it. Like more got it. Like obviously disappointed as well. Like I was, it, it was tough. Like I was like 20 years old. Like you, it, it kind of felt like you like the, like everything just like was falling apart. Because it did you ever come close to? Yeah, like I, I I came so close. Like listen to this, right? So the from two seasons, two pre seasons, I was I, I spent with them. So from like one season and the whole full season, went with them on tour. Everything always coming close, but always at the wrong time, getting injured, and little things like that. Like it would be like a niggle, like my hamstring or whatever. But I always trained with the first team. So like I'll play my youth team games, but in like training wise, I will be training with the first team. Um, like Chris Ute and Martin Yo, like always, it was me, Simon, Chris Riley from our age group that was always with the first team. And we always trained there. Um, but then there was one day, you know, you know Dorian DeVete? Yeah. Dorian. Yeah. So when Dor- Dor- Dorian came, like looked after him, like looked after him. He like couldn't speak a word of English. I like took him under. Like I could speak French and I could translate certain things. So like I was with him a lot. Martin pulls me, says, "I'm gonna play against Arsenal in um, like the Carling Cup." Um, this was a Tuesday night. He said, "Listen, 
first teams got a game on, um, I think it was a Saturday. Then they got a game on uh, the following Saturday. I'm going to rest uh, some of them. You're going to play. He says, I know you're going to, you have a game. Um, at the time, Alex Inglethorpe was the under-18s gaffer, who is now Liverpool Academy director. Um, and he just said, go speak to him. If you don't want to play, just you'll you'll be you'll, tr- you'll train with the reserves, and then you just be ready to play Tuesday. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm buzzing, excited. I ring my dad. I'm like, you know what? Gaffer just said I'm playing. I'm gonna make like my debut in the Carling Cup against Arsenal. So I'm like, but and at the time, uh, that's the time where Arsenal was playing a lot of the of their youth team as well instead mm-hmm. of the first team. So yeah. it, it, it would have been a good test. Bro, literally, he told me this on Thursday. I went in on Friday training um, with the reserves because the youth team had, a, I think, uh, the AEs had a game away. I think it was Coventry. Um, so they le- so they left. So I'm there training in, 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 uh, with Clive Allen at the time. He was a reserve manager. I'm training, and he says, winning goal. So I get the ball. I chopped the first person. I chopped, I, chopped, I chopped Dorian the first time. Then I chopped him again the second time. And then the third time, he literally just lunged and my knee just like twisted. In training, my knee just twisted. Bam. Gone. I was out for, that That took me out for probably, I'll say, a year, a year and a bit. But in terms of recovery-wise, that was another year on top that I needed to like, say like my muscles, like my hamstrings, like literally done my whole knee. So, if we're talking about life-changing situation, that would that would have been so different. That in terms of maybe like my career-wise, in terms of the steps that I've, that I've had to take down, it would have been totally different if that didn't happen. Because I was certain to start on the Tuesday. Literally, that was just a few days before the game. A few days before the game, literally the next day. How crazy is that? That's yeah. mad, isn't it? And obviously, <laughs> so so after that, so like I, I, I he's done my knee right. Like, and we sp- I've spoken to Dorian ever since. Like he did. I don't think like he's a malicious guy. I think he learned. But at the time, when he when he when he did that, he didn't didn't apologize. Didn't speak. He didn't speak to me like the whole time. So like for like two weeks, I I, I didn't come in for two weeks, right? So I come in, like I'm on the physio bed, and he's next to me. <laughs> he hasn't said one. Hasn't said one word. Say a word. Yeah, like, and the, the 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 crazy thing about the stories is like me and him like hanged around because he I I had to look after him because like they say like he needed to go buy like a couch at, at IKEA and he couldn't say it in French or something like mm-hmm. like in English. I'll go with him like so he had my number to ring me and be like Jack like how's how's the operation and blah blah blah. So like after I've had my op now, after two weeks I've come in and he's next to me. So I'm like. Hold on a second. I was like, like, what's going on? And blah, and blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, he played, um, he, he ended up playing that game um, against Arsenal in the Colin Cup, I think. And then the the week after, he played against Watford in the Resi game, and he done his cruise shit. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you, you spoke, obviously, when you when you left, you, you could have gone to Bournemouth. I think you could have gone to Leeds as well. Is that is that right? You had a trial at Leeds? Yeah, I mean, I had a trial at Leeds at Leicester as well. Yeah, were Leeds in League One at the time? Yeah, I mean, yeah. How, how come you? How come you didn't sign for Leeds? That's when Fabian Delph was there. Um, Delph, Delph was there, and that, I think he he got sold that season. Um, he got he got sold that season. But then, um, 
But then you obviously you you went on to um you went on to make you or sign for Burton Albion. Um I mean was that just kind of you mentioned that you were obviously gutted that you just getting top, games out in yeah. Just 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 being able to get games. Like obviously I was I think I was probably maybe twenty one at the time, like with no real experience in any in any league apart from playing reserve games, which is pretty much like what you want it's not competitive games. So like I had to go out and and play as many games as I can to prove myself. And being at Leeds, I I probably wouldn't have played. I probably maybe would have been stuck again in like that under 23s system. So I just like made a tough decision to say, do you know what? I trust in my ability and I trust in myself that I can go play like 40, 50 games or however many games I can play con- like consecutive, like in, in a row so that I can then bounce back up the levels. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of, what my attitude was when I made that decision to go to Burton because I knew that I was going to get games there um, to give me the, that experience that I needed in order to make the step to make the step up. I mean, in, injuries have, have hampered you quite a lot. I mean, you've already mentioned uh, an injury that you had that stopped you from making your first appearance for Tottenham. And, mm. it, it, you know, even I think, you know, looking at when you're at Burton, you in your first season, you, you still made quite a few appearances, 30-odd appearances, but again, you still had injuries throughout the course of the season. Is that something that's kind of hampered you throughout your career? Yeah, um, I, w- I wouldn't say a lot, but I, f- I think that that first season, that first season at Burton was was really tough to, to take because the fact that I was, I was 21 and I came from, you know, playing at a premiership club where everything's done to you, everything's pretty much given to you, like in terms of like your kit, your boots, like even like comes to like boots, um, uh, to meals, like you go in the canteen and everything's ready for you and like all that kind of stuff. So like that first season in league two at Burton was a, was a, was a shock where I, I, I also I had to live away from home Um where I've never done that before. So like I, all of a sudden I found myself responsible of myself basically, do you know what I mean? And yeah. literally had to, had to literally do everything for myself. It was, it was tough for me to take on because everything else, like, like I said, when I mentioned like at Spurs, a lot of things were pretty much handed down, like, like given to you. Um, were you living on your own when you went well, to Burton. You with a player? Where at Burton? Yeah, in your first year. No, I was, I was, I was on, I was on my own in like in 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 an apartment. Literally, like I think it was like a one bed, one one bedroom apartment. Like obviously, like when you in League Two, there weren't much at that time as well. There wasn't a lot of money getting getting thrown about in League Two. So yeah, of course, that was another that was another thing where like <laughs> at Spurs, even you're you're playing in the like reserves or 18s but you're like given a decent contract you know what I mean and then you lose that you go to like league two where you actually wake up it kind of wakes you up a little bit do you know what I mean like you're thinking like, well, like I've been living in a bubble yeah. do you know what I mean like and then you like you go and you're you're playing with men like who you know they, they're fighting for another contract to stay in or to stay in the league or do you know what I mean so it's like every, everything like that and now like you're thinking like oh my god like you lose three points and you see how much like 
that affects people because they want like a their winning bonuses or like do you know what I mean their goals their goal bonuses assist or whatever they've got in the contract. So you see how there's a big difference to when you were playing for the reserves at Tottenham, for example. Yeah. Obviously there's not much no, there's not there's, there's nothing. Like you lose like you lose, like you go home, it's like it's, there's no league, yeah. there's nothing. Do you know what I mean? You lose, you go home, and like, okay, do you know what? I'll go another game on like next week, I'll try to win that. And it's like you kind of you, like some would say like it's like you basically become complacent, like do you know what I mean? Because you don't have that winning mentality. It doesn't mean anything, like, does it? No, it doesn't mean anything. I, I think now it's changed. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of things is changing in, in, in the academies, like everywhere where they're making it come. Like I look at like Brentford. Brentford actually play against other teams, like other men, like, do you know what I mean? They don't, they, they play other teams in other leagues. Um, yeah. That's one good example of what Brentford, like the Brentford B team. Does. Brentford B, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brentford B, yeah. Um, so like, that's under 23s, but they're linked with the first team. So I think clubs now, it's even under the, the 23s league, um, it's so much more improved than what it was back there. Back then, like you, you could play anyone and you'd just be like the other Arsenal team don't want to play. Some of them are like like the yeah. bomb squad from, from like the first team. They're like bombed into the 23s. They don't want to play. So like they're playing at like 20% like just because they have to be there. Like, do you know what I mean? So like, 23s back then weren't the same as it is now, but like I said, when I moved, when I went then to to Burton, it was like wow, like like this is I need to like fix up, otherwise it's not gonna go well. You, you know, it's not gonna kit Burton or anything like that. What's that? You have to wash your own kit or anything. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like literally, listen, you have to wash your own training kit, your oh. own kit. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like everything, like. You, Boots all of a sudden, like oh my days, I can't. I'm not getting any pair of boots, so like I have to like fork out on the pro direct. Yeah, Yeah, like you have to go on pro direct and order boots. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) I was giving boots that, so like everything was just different um, in terms of how how I'm how I'm living, how I'm going to live like every day. So like you start to mature as a player. Like when I went, I started to mature as a player and as a person when I went down to like League Two because you had, and like the characters like in the in the dressing room wow man I, I mean looking obviously he was there for two or three seasons I think it was but yeah the 2012-13 season was probably was, would that go down as one of your best I mean you finish as yeah. leading goal scorer you're in the League Two team of the year players player of the season award I mean you must have felt like you know on, on good form for that season yeah, a lot of like the, like I said, like the first two seasons, like horrid, like probably like a shock to my system. And then um, the person, the the gaffer that got me in was Paul Piscasilido. Um He got me in 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 there, and I, I was a bit I was a bit sad when he when like when he left. But I think the like he he wasn't enjoying coaching anymore. And then Gary Rowett took over, um, and he gave me different incentives and different, like he basically wanted, like he gave me, he gave me like different challenges, like for me to challenge myself. Yeah. Um, because obviously he knew how good I was on the ball, but off the ball, like a lot of, sometimes I would, I wouldn't work as, as hard as, 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 as everyone else, but like I always compensated it with on the ball stuff. So that was like how you're smirking. I like how you're smirking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what I'm talking about? Like some, you know, like the flair players don't, 
now he's like running back and that. It's hard work, man. Checking, checking the fullback. Checking the fullback. Do you know what I mean? Like, but then I, I, I ended up doing that. I ended up um, like going towards that route. We get like that's. So he was Gary Rowett a big one? A big one for you in the sense of like making you work harder. Work hard. Work hard, like I, you literally like you like. Listen, you, you you're gonna get goals if you do this. You're gonna get. He goes, listen, do it for like one or two months. Do this for one or two months. If it doesn't work, I'll let you, you know, roam around and do what he needs to do. But like at the end, I'm thinking, hey, listen, like starting the season, I'm like like four or five goals. I'm like, right, like okay, like let me let me carry this on. Like do you know what I mean? Like because then he's like. It gave me like confidence as well within myself. You know what I mean? I can go up and down. So I think, okay, cool. Like I'm making maybe two, three sprints a game. I say, right, next game, let me try to get to like five, like or six, like until I, I stop blowing. And then my target as well from that was like, you know what? I've spent like three seasons here. This is my fourth season. I don't want to be stuck or labeled as like a league two, but I want to like push on. Do you know what I mean? So I gave myself that challenge that season that. No matter what happened, I was going to like just go for it. That's what I did, man. And then that season, the team as well was on fire. The team was on flames. Like we ended up getting, like we got into like the 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 playoffs, like semi final, like. But then, like we lost against uh, Bradford. We lost against Bradford. No, was it Bradford? Yeah. Yeah, we, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost, we lost again. We lost again. We lost against them, and then yeah. I mean, whilst you're at Burton, I'm mm. right in saying you got you got called up to the the Congo international side, but you you turned it down. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not being funny, but to play for your, your national side, surely that must be a dream come true. I mean, how come you? How come you I, turned I just, it down? Because I knew that was always gonna. I was I was I was going I was gonna go and play, but at the time I was focusing on my career that I had. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not it's like I'm not contracted like I wasn't contracted to play for my country. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I'm contracted. I was contracted at Burton. Yeah. Like we to try and get as many points as we can to try and like go up. Like did obviously at the time, and my thinking was, you know what? Let me do well, and then when I feel like I'm ready to go and play for a national team or like when I'm ready to make that step, I'll, I'll make that step and it will be the right call. I wasn't going to just rush because I got called up. Do you know what I mean? Did the manager of Congo at the time, uh, was he all right with that? Yeah, because I, I, I explained to him, I said, listen, I'm young. I'm trying to get like higher up in the league. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to get myself a move and whatnot, and I want to focus on my career here. And once I focus on my career here and I, I better myself and help the team as well at the same time and, and obviously make the jump, make make my move, then I think I'll be more ready to come and play for my national team. Because I suppose the worry as well is, obviously in League 2, you know, you've not yeah. got a lot of international players, have you? So no. if you're on international duty, then the game's not going to get called off because, you know, no. so, so then if you're in the side, I suppose you're then going to be replaced. And if you're away for two or three games, that it's, I suppose the worry is that you're not going to, you're not going to get back in the side depending on how the results go, I guess. That's, that's what I mean. That's like, you, you go away for like, maybe like, um, 
like 10 days or whatever and you come back and you're out this side for another three, four months, the next call up, you know, you probably won't get called up because you're not playing. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it was a big decision. It wasn't a decision where I thought, oh, no, I'm not definitely going. Like I, I was like, do you know what? Like, but it made sense for me at the time to not go. Was that your decision as well? That yeah, that was, yeah, decision, that was, yeah. yeah, that was purely my decision. I was because like I, I, I wanted to to better myself and to have a chance. Like obviously, like you said, like go 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 away for two weeks, all great, be gone and played international. But then you come back and you're out the team because someone else has took your place. Um, yeah. yeah. So was, yeah, it was clearly it was just my decision on my own, and I think it, it, it turned out to be right in the, in the end. I mean, um, obviously, you know, after after your time at Burton, Sheffield Wednesday, we ca- we came in for you. <laughs> Did you have offers elsewhere at the time? You must you must have done because obviously, you had, like we said said there, you had a, a fantastic season in, in your last one at Burton. Just wait, give me one second. No, it's all right. So I mean, yeah. Um, to be fair, Sheffield came in came in late for me. Um, the first the first the first club that came in for me was um, was Middlesbrough. Uh, Tony Mowbray was was a gaffer there. Um, but then I ended up I ended up choosing Sheffield Wednesday. Like it was just a it just Go sounded there and, and, and look look around at Middlesbrough. No, I listened to so like I, I say again, like I was supposed to go up, say like on a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday I was supposed to go up to Middlesbrough. Sheffield Wednesday um, rang me. Um, Dave Jones rang me. He literally rang uh, ring rang my agent on on Tuesday like morning time, and he was like, "Yeah, listen, um, we we like you, blah blah blah." And Mila Mandrić was in London. And he's like, okay, listen, you you live in London. I was like, yeah, this was in the summer. So like, I'm thinking, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, um, meet us at the hotel, blah, 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 and we'll have a chat. So I ended up going on the Tuesday and then the Wednesday coming up to Sheffield to have a look around. So I didn't even go to Middlesbrough. Okay. But what I spoke I, I spoke to Tony, I was like, listen, I'm going to sign for Sheffield. I think like what they're offering me is like much better. Like the money was, the, the money at the time as well was better than, Going to to Middlesbrough, which was further away as well, from which would have been my family, um, Sheffield. Like a lot, everything like just came into place. Like with Sheffield, like I thought, like I, obviously, it was the right, um, the right, the right choice. Yeah, the right choice, the right choice. And before then, there was obviously talks that we talking, like we talks with like Ipswich, um, but. I think Sheffield was probably the one that was most appealing to me. Obviously, like look, and then I ended up like looking at the history of the club and that, and like what what it's achieved. It just made so much more sense. Do you know what I mean? Did you did you think at that point as well that you you were getting? I don't really want to say you're getting your career back on track, but obviously you, 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 you spoke about the the fact that you nearly broke into Tottenham, then you've had to drop down to League Two, but obviously then now you're signing for a Championship club. You must have felt you must have felt good about that that you you know you that you're working the way up the leagues again. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Like at the time, you're thinking, do you know what? Taking the right steps. Um, obviously, like the club in itself, they they wanting to like push for like promotion and do you know what I mean? Like the history of the club. So I'm thinking, like, do you know what? Like, I'll come here and I'm gonna better myself again. I'm gonna kick on. 
that was that was the whole that was the whole idea. And I was like you said, like feeling good about myself, um, like coming in like through the preseason, like feeling feeling confident, feeling feeling good. Yeah, I, uh, I mean we've we've spoke, we've spoke to quite a lot of players that um, that have worked under Dave Jones. Some with you know mixed reviews, especially about his his management style. What <laughs> what what's your thoughts on uh, on Dave Jones? He's he's a bit old school. He's, he's old school. Like he's obviously he's he's got his coaching stuff. I think even Harry was the same. Harry, like Harry Redknapp never coached. He never took sessions. Yeah. So like I think Dave Jones was the same. Like he never really took any sessions. He will come out and watch. Like maybe on his phone or like I don't know. If, like a few times you'll come out and watch whatever. Well, I never saw him. Like I don't, it, I, <coughs> sorry, Jax. He left it more for like Wilco, didn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Wilco, like he didn't, he never came out and coached. I, I can't remember a session that he put out and say like, oh, do you know what? Like, this is how I want us to play or this is what I want to want you to do. Like, even like Stu, Stu, Stu took most of like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Sorry, yeah. Then obviously Stu came in after Wilco, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wilco like, was still there, but they obviously, they sort yeah. of pointed Stu yeah. away, didn't they? Yeah. Like Stu, Stu, Took all the sessions. Took all the sessions. Yeah, he took everything. All this took all the sessions. Did you find like that Dave, strange then that uh, that Dave Jones just you know we've heard that he just sits, sat in his office and and that was it? Did you find that a bit a bit weird? No, no, not really. Because it, like I said, like I'm, I kind of got used to the the time. All the coaches that I've had, or the gaffers I've had, they never really apart from I'll say Gary Rowan, they 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 don't they. they really take sessions they will like have obviously like their plan of style of play and whatnot but I think a lot of the time is like the system manager he would do all like the coaching sessions so it didn't really surprise me like even like with when I, even when I was at Burton my first two seasons with Paul Piscicolido he never really took the sessions Gary Rowett took most of the session like he ran most of the sessions but obviously he had his own like like that his philosophy how he wants to play and whatnot that we'd like obviously then that would get passed on to the assistant and he will like coaches to us and whatnot. But on like, say like picking a team, that's when obviously he would come in. Um, most of the coaches I worked under, that that's what most of the time, a lot of them did, to be honest with you. Is that like quite an old school thing then? Do you think that's kind of, obviously there's still some, some of the older boys knocking about in terms of the managers, but the younger managers that are coming through now, is that something that's still about or do the younger managers coach themselves if that I think that I think the younger managers are are, are hands on. I think they go through uh I'll say like I said, like going like looking at all the young managers now, I would think that they're probably like um Gary Monk. Gary Monk when he came in, he took a lot of the sessions. He took a lot of the sessions. Um, and he literally he did he didn't retire not long obviously he retired like a few years back but he's he's classed as a young manager that I've that I've worked under and he's um yeah and he took a lot of the sessions but a lot of like even when I had Harry at, um at Birmingham when he came in Zola when he came in like they 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 they, they hardly took sessions hardly took any sessions I mean so who did you kind of knock about with them when you uh, when you came into Sheffield Wednesday obviously you know signing for, for a new club big club in in Sheffield Wednesday I mean I know you've obviously been around Spurs and what have you but who, who were the who were the people that took you under the wings 
that guy that's sitting <laughs> over there. He took me under his wing, like just showed me all the wrong stuff, man. Oh god! What was that? Is that is that going out then, Giles? Or <laughs> nah, we didn't go out much, did we? Nah, we didn't. We didn't. Maybe the casino a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, just the wrong stuff, man. Like it just ruined me. Ruined me. <laughs> no, but obviously, I, I we kind of hanged around um, quite a lot. Like it was probably me, Giles, um, Anthony Gardner, um, Atty. Um, those, those are the kind of boys that I, I hanged around quite a lot. Was it was it a close knit group then when you when you came into or would you say there was a, a few yeah, divides? No, it was, it was, it was, it was really close. We were close in it. Like yeah, every, everyone had banner there, like palms. Like every, every yeah, every, everyone had. Uh, everyone, Chrissy Maguire, we had some. Yeah, Chrissy, you know. Yeah, what I mean? do you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I bet he was a laughing dressing room, weren't he? Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. either Reese, <laughs> yeah, Reese, Gaz, Gary Medina, yeah, Gaz, Gary Medina. Yeah, no, Chris, Chrissy Maguire, like, re- honestly, really good player. Really, really good player. Oh, yeah. But sometimes he can frustrate you just the way he is. He's really passionate. Sometimes he always has something to say. And, like, one minute you're, you're, you're friends, next minute you fuck, you want to kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, amount of arguments I had with Chrissy. I'm, I had so many arguments with him. So many. I think everyone did, man. Everyone, everyone, everyone ended up having an argument with him because just just the way he was. like, And I don't think he meant any like, harm no, he, by he, it. Like, he, it was just his character, innit? Exactly, it was his character. He, he, didn't, he was innocent, innit? He was harmless. Yeah. Um, he still, he could still rub you up the wrong way, couldn't he? But it's one yeah. of them where you like you kick off with each other, but then you come back in the room ten minutes later and it's done. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. No, yeah. You're right. You don't hold grudges. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah. These are these these things happen in football, don't they? Mm, well, exactly. But we had a good group. Definitely, definitely had a good group. And uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed my time. Joe Matto. Oh, Joe. Yeah, another good you know guy. We had a we had a good great. Yeah, you thinking of it now? We were all quite close, weren't we? We were, man. We were. Like I, I thought it was a it was a, it was a good group, but obviously just just bad timing in terms of like how the, how that that season went in it. Like the first season, it's like it, like the timing, everything was just was just bad. Then man. The following season, we actually we started well. We started. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? we did. Man. I mean, did. obviously, you played for a few different clubs and under a few different managers as well. Seeing players yeah. come in and go and stuff. You're talking there yeah. about like how how the group of players are. Do you think that that is a is a big thing, like in terms of players just getting along with each other and and and, and, and whatnot? It, it depends. It depends, isn't it? Like you could probably ask Joe the same thing. Like it, it just depends. Like some people get on, some people don't get on. Some people just want to come to training, do their training, and then literally not even have lunch and just and just get off. Like do you know what I mean? Like some people, like they'll organize like going like for for a drink, for coffee, for food after. Do you know what I mean? It just it don't you don't depend on the manager, but some lads are just different you know what I mean like not everyone's gonna get on in the, in the dressing room it's but it is it, it it does make it good like when everyone gets on and everyone's on that same wavelength sort of thing and like the banners flying about like it, it makes like training like so much better um but I don't think you get that <laughs> there's a lot of like probably clubs that like, where you probably wouldn't you wouldn't get maybe probably for your full like tight Tight friends, yeah. but I think I've been I've been lucky enough. I think at Burton, like we we had a tight group there, 
Um, at Spurs, we had a tight group, like even in the under-23s and whatnot, in Sheffield and Birmingham. So I've, I've been really lucky in terms of um, the group of players and um, that I've worked with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously we're talking about you know you and you and Giles. So, and you've just mentioned there, Giles, the the twenty fourteen fifteen season. So, bright in a way, I think you probably know what we're gonna gonna talk about. Um, just talk us through that it's goal, Jack. Goal, isn't it? It's a, it's a crap goal, man. It's crap goal. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all, all all on the way back. Oh, it was a cross! It was a cross! <laughs> it was a cross! Stick. It was a cross. It was you never meant it. Fuck off, you. you never meant it. Listen, fuck off. Put that you straight in the stand. Everyone's saying I didn't mean it. Fuck off, everyone. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> nah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a good finish, man. It was a good finish. You, you was on fire that season, though, wasn't it? Oh, honestly, that's what I, I said to you. That, that, that's beginning of the, I think, for the first three, four months. But then I remember I got my injury, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it ended my career. It's just Wednesday. I mean, you was on fire. I, I remember even in training, like, like I, was, I don't know what it was. Like, I came back. Like, what did you, I was like, yeah. Everyone's like, yo, what have you been doing? Like, the summer, yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, started the season off yeah, so well. He was well, on man. fire that season. He was on fire that season. I mean, it, yeah. was, was, it, was, it, was it Palms that played it across to you, Jack? So obviously you were on the left-hand side and you was, you know, you look up and see Giles marauding in from uh, from deep and uh, and the rest is history. And I think he said, rest, Giles, yeah. he said Giles nearly pulled your hamstring. He's never seen you run so fast <laughs> back to the, uh... <laughs> to the fans. I got mannered <laughs> about that as well, didn't I? <laughs> that was it. He was off. <laughs> Oh, what, I, what I would say is, is definitely that season we formed a good, um, good combinations on the pitch. Me, Atty, Jax. I remember Chrissy was this is another thing. Remember, Chrissy was like, "Always you three passes to each other. You never pass to you. never pass to me. That's what it Just was, you three. Man. You're selfish." Do you remember yeah. that? But the thing is, in training, that's how we trained as well, though. Like, if we was on the same team, it was literally... I don't know. We just had this thing, didn't we? It it just clicked. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm only looking for a certain player. But there's certain... Like, it was just like that that chemistry where you just knew where where we was. Yeah. And when that clicked in training, I think it showed in in a lot of the games when we were Mm. all playing together. But then, obviously, it also sometimes didn't, didn't go so well. Especially, I just, I just feel like as a team, like we was a good team, but we just didn't, do you know what I mean? Take it to that yeah, next step, yeah. that next Miss, level. We were missing something, weren't we? Yeah, there was something missing, do you know what I mean? And I mean, obviously then, 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 the, then the losing streaks comes in and you start like, your confidence goes down. Like every, everything just like starts going like the opposite way, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at that side then, and, you know, obviously we always, you know, in recent times, we'll talk about when we got to the playoff final the the, the following season. But you look at the at the side then, and, and most of the players there was, was there when we got to the you know got to the playoffs. You know, Glenn Leuvens, Sam Hutchinson, Kieran Westwood, Kieran Lee. You know, there was there was a like I said there there was a lot of a lot of good players in that in that squad, weren't they, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's another one, Leuvens. That he like he's Glenn. That he was he was he was he was good, didn't he? Oh man, Glenn. Yeah. yeah in in terms man, of man. a captain, and again, you must you must have played with you know, lots of different captains. What what were Glenn like? Was he a a true leader? Yeah, he was like he was a calm. He was a he was calm, but like when he when he had to say something, you would listen. Do you know what I mean? Like he always said the right the right the right things. Um. Oh crap. Yeah, he he always he always said said the right things. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, like Glenn was he was a he was a calm captain, but 
when he need he was aggressive on the pitch though. Aggressive on the pitch, but off the pitch, very chilled, yeah. chilled, calm. didn't it? Like chill, yeah, chill, yeah, calm yeah. guy, man. Like very chill. Never really got angry. Nah, you couldn't ever really get get to him. Do you know what I mean? Nah, he never, man. Like, and he he was always positive as well. Like even yeah, like you speak, you speak to him and he'll just be like, yeah, but you know, like this is like, and you just think, like, oh, maybe yeah. Like he's taken. He's taken a lot of stuff. Was like really positive. Like I really, I, I died a lot of time for 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 Ben. Man, he was good. Like, another, good guys. Well. Another player I've not mentioned uh, who those Wednesday fans know and love is Jose Semedo. What what was what was he like? Uh, you know, in the dressing <laughs> room. <laughs> so again, Semedo, man, what a character, mate. What what a guy, man. <laughs> Semedo and Miguel. Yeah, oh, them two, man. Brilliant. Them they were two, brilliant. Man. Yeah, them two. Yeah, nah. That's what I'm saying. Like when when I look back and you think like, do you know, do you know what? Like that group. Like was we should have achieved. Group. We should have achieved better. I, I really. Yeah, do. yeah, hundred percent, man. Like like you're saying, like we we just didn't. When he when he started to click, I think like a few injuries and then we like then started losing games and that. He just messed up a lot of things, but like you said, now we should have definitely definitely achieved a lot more like we had like some we had a really good group man like some really quality players as well mm-hmm. I mean I mean, one game I want to talk about for for wrong reasons really is uh, but we can laugh and joke about it now is Man City um, oh, obviously man. it's, it's nil-nil at half time it's in the is it in the FA Cup or I think we played him in the FA Cup and the League Cup in that in that yeah, season yeah we played him twice yeah <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's nil-nil at half time what what did Stuart Gray tell you at half time? Because I mean, it didn't work, did it? He just said, to be honest, he just said to keep going." Yeah, because we were doing so well in the first half. We played. I thought we played really well. We we limited them to chances. They. I don't think who was in goal. Was it uh, Kirky? Mm, not sure who was in goal, but I don't think they had many I chances. Was, no, I don't think it was. Kirk. I don't think it was Kirky. No, I can't remember who it was in goal. But they definitely didn't have many shots. In the first, no, half. not in the first half, not in the first half, because we defended, we defended yeah. so well. We was in that low block, and like we were going like on the on the counter attack. Yeah, we had like the pace to go on on the counter attack. But it was Kirkland in goal, by the way. Was it Kirky? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I remember he was Kirky because he okay. was pissed off because that's the second time he's letting like so Seven, many goals. Because when he was at Wigan as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Wigan. <laughs> what was it like nine or something? Nine. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was very pissed. Yeah, he was raging. Yeah, um, yeah. That second half, like, they just turned up. Like they just turned it on, in it. They, I think they must have got a bollocking or something at halftime because something. when they came out, they were a different team. Let's be honest. Yeah, they they were they were different, man. Like they were like proper. They moving. moved it a lot quicker. They were sharp, space sharp. Yeah. Like two, they weren't taking many touches. Like one and two touch, so you couldn't get near near anyone in yeah, the first half. Like they were kind of like. I think they were a bit slow. Take one slow, mm. um, like side to side. They they weren't bothered. It felt like they were they weren't bothered, didn't it? It felt like they they just had to be there. Yeah. And then in that second half, like you could proper tell, like the the like see the, the like their quality come through, man. Like they probably stepped it up as a team, in individually, yeah. But like as a team, they started to click, didn't they? And then like, you remember the story yeah. about that just before when we when we got drawn against. Uh, a Man City. No, what, and me, what? you, me, you, and Atty. I, I don't know if I've said I've I've said this before. Me, you, and Atty were. Um, we went to London to watch Arsenal, and we were driving. Do you remember? Yeah. 
and we started arguing in the car, me and Etty, and he stopped <laughs> because I was like, he was saying, oh, hey, I can't wait to get, I don't know, Aguero shirt, um, silver shirt. And then Atsy said, Atsy <laughs> <Atty> said, Atsy <laughs> said, no, no, I'm having a Aguero shirt. I said, no, 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 I'm having a Aguero shirt. And he said, uh, I, and Atsy started saying, no, 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 no. And I said, and no, I'm, I'm going to get as many shirts like, as I can. Out. And he's like, get out, get out of the car. <laughs> we're, in, we're in London, right? We've just come from Arsenal's Arsenal game. I can't even remember. We went to a Champions League game, all three of us. Atsy's pulled up in, the, in his Range Rover. He's just stopped. Get out. Get out of my car. Get a train. Get a train back to Sheffield. <laughs> because I was basically Wait, I saying, I'm going to get as many shots. He got, you know, he got so angry. Angry. Wow, man. We were literally going to have a fight. We were, I said, come out of the car. <laughs> Mate, he's, he's he's I, I was just sitting in the back. I was just like, oh, my God, look at these two. Because I was just... <laughs> All over, all over who who can get whose shirt. It was so funny. I mean, are, they, are they like the best side you've ever played against? Individuals and... I don't know. You've played probably... Who have you played, uh, Jax? You might have played actually someone else. Have you... I played Man United when I was at Ipswich. They were they were good, but I think Man City were, were better. I mean, yeah. Because that team, what, they had like... That would have been like Torre, Yaya... Edin Dzeko as well. Lampard, well, Lampard, Lampard Milner. Yeah. In, in terms of in, in terms of individuals and and names, you probably you probably same depth. You probably, I'll probably say Man City as a whole. Like of the what other. other, what other um, did you ever play with any, against anyone with Birmingham or in the? No, 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 not anyone. Not anyone I can remember. But, but I do remember the team. Do you remember the Wolves team that got that first got promoted? Into into the Premiership like Neves and like um, mate that team that I remember that season there like we we played them away and we got slapped like it was like five nil and like I can't remember how when when like, when you were playing for Sheffield Wednesday no when I was playing for Birmingham oh for Birmingham like, okay. yeah and that, that team was that team was really really good that's when they got their new gaffer like he had like the Ruben Neves mate I was looking at I was thinking mate like, I can't get close to anyone like, <laughs> and they just like absolutely shredded us mate yeah yeah it was yeah. ridiculous we got we got we got beat bad and that that season they got promoted they, they, they were that, that was probably one of the best I'll say the best champ team that I played mm. I played against that season This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.